I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen... I give you Stu and Blake. Hello and welcome to the MMA Fan Podcast. I am Blake Harrison and joining me as ever, my good friend, my, my mon ami, my compadre, the big guy, Stu Whiffin. Hello. You right? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> I was just really extending that intro for no reason. Yeah, you actually built me up then, and I just I was quite camp in my response as well. Yeah, <laughs> built him up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet, bruv. Yeah, yeah, I'm safe. I'm safe. Um, <laughs> uh, right, okay, you lucky lot. Second episode in one week. Uh, uh, don't ever say we don't spoil you. Um, we, we touched upon it. Uh, on the last episode, but today's episode, we're talking all things straw weights, Blake. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, I, I mentioned on the last episode, I've watched a few straw weight fights in the build up to doing this episode. There's so many cracking straw weight fights that mm. really spoil, particularly the top end, kind of top five, six straw weights in the world. It's so impressive. It's such a stacked division. And I mean, re watching some of the Rose, Rose Joanna 2. Great fight to rewatch. Uh, obviously, we did a great episode, one of our first ever episodes, mm. where we did we introduced Laura Checkley from from King Gary to uh, to MMA. She'd never watched an MMA fight before, and we got her to watch Joanna uh, Jacek versus Zhang Wei Li in that absolutely epic five round war where Joanna's head was twice the size at the end of it. And yeah, I mean that 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 is one of the best fights. Ever, regardless of gender, regardless of anything else, that's an incredible fight. And we're going to get the seal all over again soon. <laughs> oh yes, as, <laughs> as you pointed out, June twelfth, UFC two seven five. They've lost um, Robert Whittaker, Marvin Vittori. Vittori's looking for a replacement because Whittaker's oh, injured. Really? Oh, so yeah. Whittaker was injured. Yeah, shit. Yeah. That's out. But obviously, Joanna versus Zhang Wei Li is in. I don't think anyone's going to complain about that. The only, yeah, the only complaint I have about that, it's not five rounds. Uh, I put it on our socials this morning, mate. I went five rounds would be nice. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's three mm. rounds, which makes no sense to me. I mean, maybe Joanna's like, look, pay me big bucks for five rounds or 
you know, I haven't done five rounds in a long time. She's been out for well over a year now, isn't she? She's been out for quite a while now. Um, More than a year? Yeah. When was the last time she fought? When Was it Was it the Zhang Wei Li fight was her last fight? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Bet, that's got to be a couple of years ago, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, that is a decent chunk of time to go. Oh, Rana's last fight. I know we're both looking up at the same time, so unprofessional. Um, yeah, was Wei Li in 2020, March 2020. So it's been over, two two, it'll be over two years. Mm. They fight in June. It'll be two years and three months since Joanna was last in the octagon. Um, yeah, maybe she was like, three rounds is enough, and I don't blame her. Um, but we're talking about the best ways to, to do this. I didn't know if it's just kind of run through briefly, quickly try and do a big run through of the top 10 okay. uh, at straw weights. So people know what we're talking about here. Obviously, we've got champion Rose fighting Carla Esparza, who's the number two ranked in uh, a cup in, in about a week and however many days, week and yep. three, four days, something like that. Uh, so that'll be a, a rematch of their tough finale. And I rewatched that fight. I'll rewatch the tough finale, that uh, inaugural strawweight championship fight between uh, Rose and Carla Esparza, which Carla won. Rose is a completely different fighter now. It's so different. Rose was throwing crazy spinning attacks, like all this kind of stuff, which don't get me wrong. Rose is still a very exciting fighter, but the difference between the Rose then and the Rose now, the Rose now that's so much more patient, so has so much more precision in her striking. It, it's, it's vastly different. The footwork, everything. So I think I, I, I'm predicting that to be a very different fight um Zhang Wei Li is the number one contender technically at the moment but obviously she's coming off of two losses two rows uh the, se- the second one being very close so close so so close if you scored that for Zhang Wei Li no arguments from me I thought it was yeah. an incredibly close fight um uh Esparza who we spoke about is ranked number two she's fighting Rose uh coming up in a week and a bit um She's on a five-fight win streak. She's got wins over Yan Janan, Marina Rodriguez in a close split decision, which could have gone Rodriguez's mm-hmm. way, but she got the win in the end. She's beat the likes of Waterson who, and, and, and Alexa Grosso, who's now fifth at flyweight. Uh, Janderoba, who's in the top 15. All big wins for this five-fight win streak. Um, every one of them, someone that was inside the top 15 at the time of that fight. Um, you know, you, Carla Esparza is a beast. I've complained a bit about some fighters, particularly I think you can look at the welterweight division and other divisions where these people, you look at them and like, there's no one here that on their resume or not many people that are like big top 10, top 15 fighters and yet they are at the top end fighting for belts and stuff like that. You can't make that criticism of Carla Esparza. She is beating people right in there at the top end of that division. Um, Marina Rodriguez is on a four fight win streak now. Since her defeat to Carla Esparza, she's ranked third in the world. Could be going for a title shot next. She's got very, very close split decision win over Yan Janan, which again, yeah. if you'd have scored that for Janan, no complaints from me, but she's also beat Mackenzie Dern, Waterson, uh, Amanda Hebas. Um, yeah, and, and the fight with Esparza, as I said, I scored that for Rodriguez. Yeah. So it's stacked division. Mackenzie Dern was on a four-fight win streak until she ran into Rodriguez. She pulled it back with a win over Tisha Torres only recently. She's got some great wins. Yan Janan coming off two losses against Esparza and Rodriguez. Again, the Rodriguez one so, so close. Uh, and she's got some great wins, including... Like Yan Janan was on an 11-fight win streak until Esparza. 
Yeah, was that all UFC though? No, 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 no. But still, but she, Yan Janan is a very, very top talent. Absolutely. And after, after Yan Janan, I think it gets a little bit, a little bit, I don't know, less competitive, shall we say? I mean, you've got Nina Nunez slash Nina Ansar- Ansaroff. However, uh, you look at that. I think I think it is Nina Nunez now. Um, she lost to. Uh, Tatiana Suarez back in 2019 when she was really highly ranked. I think she was ranked like third in the world or something like that. Then she went off, had a baby, came back, lost to Mackenzie Dern. She's now fighting Cynthia Calvillo up at flyweight. I don't know when that fight's booked for, but that's apparently happening. Uh, but she was on a four-fight win streak before she ran into Tatiana Suarez uh, way back when. Wins against people like Gedalia, Hill, Marcos, who at the time were doing very, very well. Tisha Torres coming off that close split decision loss. She's uh, 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 ranked at seven. That was a loss to Mackenzie Dern. Before that, she was on a three-fight win streak. Uh, Amanda Hebas uh, is ranked eighth. She is also moving up to flyweight, though. So the division seems like it's going to change a lot. She's moving up to flyweight to fight Caitlin Chukagian. Um, but yeah, Amanda Hebas wins over Mackenzie Dern, Paige Van Zandt, Jan Daroba, uh, Michelle Watson. I love Michelle Watson. She's ranked ninth at the moment. She's not been doing amazingly well of late, but she's got a great fight style. She's got a great personality. I love always those, uh, you know, those open workout uh, things that they do. You see her do that crescent kick where she gets closer and closer and closer to the guy's face. And it's like, it feels like she's like two inches away from him, but still crescent kick so that she just barely misses him by like a hair's breadth. Uh, I love Michelle Watson. Um, but I think she's actually, no, I think she's got a slightly controversial win over Angela Hill, who's like the queen of judging decisions going against her when they yeah, should be going for her. massively, massively. Um, but, uh, you know, if it wasn't for the Hill fight, um, Watson, I think, would be on a four-fight losing streak now. So, Watson, could she, she pulled out of a fight, I think, with Amanda Hebas recently due to an injury. I don't know when she's coming back. And we started, we're chatting about this on a Monday morning. Amanda Lemos is currently ranked 10th, but obviously she's coming off of her weekend loss to Jessica Andrade, that first ever standing arm triangle in the UFC. Um, And it looks like, I, I would imagine Jessica Andrade at least is going to take the top 10 spot. I'd throw her up there at six. I'd put her above the likes of Waterson, Nunez, uh, Torres, and and Hebas. I don't know what you think. What did you think of the Lamos Jessica Andrade fight? Um, I thought, however many minutes, I can't think when it was. It got stopped. What was it? At the I mean, end it was of- so quick. It was pretty quick, wasn't it? Like within a couple of minutes. I, again, I can't fully remember, but it was obviously a first round stoppage, and it, it didn't last very long. I would say that up until that stoppage, I thought Amanda looked incredible. Her striking was fantastic. Um, and, you know, it, it, it looked like um, Andrade was kind of trying to find a a, a range. And, and, and I thought, yeah, it was some beautiful Muay Thai um, from Amanda. And then obviously she made up that distance and then obviously finished it very quickly in spectacular fashion. Um, but, yeah, I, up up until that point, I thought Amanda Lemos looked fucking brilliant. Like, really, really. I mean, it's hard to say somebody looked brilliant when they got stopped in the first round. Um, but I, I thought her striking was was really, really impressive. 
Well, what, what, what's your what thoughts, mate? Well, no, maybe that just goes to, to speak again. So we, we all know, it's, I think it's just a fact, strawweight is the best female division in the UFC. It, the most competitive, the most, I would say, the most stars. Uh, I, I just love strawweights. Give, give me a strawweight fight any day over the other, other divisions. And I'd say that about some of the men's divisions as well. Um, I love the strawweight division. Um, Where, you, question for you. Go on. Where would you put um, Joanna in there? Oh, I love Joanna. Um, I think... Well, obviously the fight with Zhang is her fighting technically the number one ranked person in the yeah. world outside the champion, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if she wins that fight, she's number one. Uh, if she loses that fight, I again believe you would stick her... I mean, I I would favour her in a fight against the Mackenzie Dern, who's ranked fourth. I'd favour her in a fight against Carla Esparza, who's ranked second. But I think you have to take into account some of the win streaks some of these people are on and what they've earned and stuff like that. So I personally would... And the fact that Joanna hasn't fought in two years. Yeah. If Joanna loses, I would put Andrade at six and Joanna at seven. And okay. then I would see. But if someone threw Joanna in there higher I, I wouldn't have any problem with that at all but i i think you i would stick joanna easily even after a loss above nina nunez tisha torres amanda hebas and 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 the like um so, like, yeah. like you i you know i'm a big fan of joanna and and one of the most devastating finishes uh ever was was obviously Esparza coming off of tough yeah. with the bell and then all of a sudden the world wakes up to you know, Joanna Jacek, who just destroyed her. Um, and so, you know, there's there's potential there. I mean, if, if she beats Zhang and, and Esparza takes the title from Rose, I mean, there's a big fight there, you know, a rematch there. You know, what what kind of Esparza would, would, would face Joanna now? You know, are, are the, is the playing field a little bit more level? Because Joanna's got a bit of ring rust a couple of years out. You know, Esparza's gone on an absolute tear and, you know, her game's far more rounded now. It's exciting. Um, but I, I, I don't want to... This isn't a qualified uh, statement by any way, shape or form. I love watching Joanna and I love watching Joanna hit pads. I love watching Liam Harrison hit pads. When... I've been watching Joanna hitting pads over the last two months on socials. It doesn't, and it's only hitting pads. I know, you know, that doesn't say a lot. It doesn't look that rapid and it doesn't look that heavy. And, and that's just a, a flippant comment I'm making here. But you watch Zhang hitting pads and it's like, oh dear, oh dear, like. But yeah, I'm interested to see what that break has done for Joanna, and she needed that break, you know. She had two heads, and like, you know, she needed to, you know, go back to having one head. And and I hope we see the terror that that she was return because it will make that division even more exciting than it already is. Uh, and, and what a fight to to come back to. Is that fight too soon? Is that a comeback fight? I mean, she's a superstar. That's why I think she's been given it. Um, 
I, I think Marina Rodriguez could 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 give Joanna a very tricky fight. Um, and, and and to be honest, you know, look at what Andrade's done at the weekend. You know, Andrade could be a really interesting fight. There, there's so many potential things. I'm, I'm glad you shouted like this division because it is stacked and there's so many outcomes that can be discussed here. Yeah, I mean, that that is the thing. The permutations of who wins the title fight and what kind of fights are technically going to be number one contender fights because you see it seems like there is a few people that are worthy of title shots. Um, in terms of Joanna and what you're talking about, oh, Joanna is 34 now. Um, you know... Th- I think Rose is only about 30. Mm. Um, and so she's in her athletic prime. I don't know how old Zhang Wei Li is, but um, Joanna at 34 after a two-year layoff. Oh, Zhang Wei Li's 32, so again, younger, you know. Um, and it makes you think, well, her, her game was never power, which is one of the things they say is the last thing to leave you. Her, her game is, is technique, but also a lot of, I think, speed, volume punches, stuff like that. And, you know, that's one of the first things to leave you is, is your speed, isn't it? So that explosivity. So, yeah, I mean, again, as you say, you're only seeing her at pads or whatever. I'm really hoping for a, an amazing competitive fight. Hope for as much as we can get akin to the last fight as possible, but with everyone just, as you say, remaining with just one head. Um, but that kind of amazing, strong technical battle that we saw before and depending on who wins the Rosa Sparza fight, the winner of that fight could be going straight into a title. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, shot. Because oh, they're, the big, they're the biggest names. Like, don't get me wrong. Andrage, if someone gave Andrage a title shot now, I, I, I wouldn't care. I'd, I'd be happy with that. I, I think Andrage looked amazing. Um... Rodriguez, could you give her a title shot? Yeah, for sure. She's she's earned it. She was at four fight win streak or whatever. But the biggest Esparza's names earned that that. Oh no, massively. I mean after Esparza. Mm. I mean after Esparza, not yeah. taking away from Esparza. Um, but Wei Li and Joanna are the biggest names in that division, second only to to Rose, yeah. I think. Um, so they're the biggest names I think in that division now. The winner of that fight, depending on who, if, if Esparza were to win against Rose. I think one of them just leaps straight into a title shot if with, with a win. I, I don't see I why you, you would No, exactly. And and it makes you feel a little bit bad for the likes of Marina Rodriguez, who's put together such a great win streak. Yeah. But that's what happens. And also, if Esparza wins, you're not going to give it to Marina anyway because Marina beat... Uh, sorry, Esparza beat Marina, uh, Marina yeah. Rodriguez. Very close fight. I yeah. would argue Rodriguez won, but... If you're looking down the topology stats and you go, oh, within the last two years, Esparza has beaten Marina Rodriguez, why do we want to see that fight again? You are going to go with the big names that draw the crowds. And the storyline is there. Can you imagine if Joanna comes back, beats Wei Li after two years off, and then has to fight, and then fights Esparza for the belt? 
that storyline is there. Esparza rematching someone that was like the boogie woman of the division, came in, destroyed her. And as you said, one of the most kind of dominant female performances we have seen uh, in the UFC, particularly in that strawweight division. That would be quite a storyline. I'd, I'd be all here for Joanna versus Esparza too. I, I, I have no problem with that at all. I've got another scenario for you, right? Go so on. if Esparza beats Rose, mm-hmm. does Rose get the immediate rematch? I don't want that to happen, no. I, I my, Personally, I think every champion should have about three title defences before they start getting immediate rematches. So mm-hmm. the likes of Volkanovski, Adesanya, um, I don't know who else is out there. Uh, Francis. Well, I, don't, I don't think he's had that many title defences, is he? Or is he? He defended against Stipe and he defended against... Um, no, he didn't defend against Stipe, just beat Stipe. No, I don't think he's had three title defences. I'm trying. I'm, I'm failing to think of who he's... Obviously, Cyril Garn. Cyril Garn. But no, so I, I, I want to see my... Like, so Charles Oliveira, if he beats Gaethje, he's on two title defences. So again, I wouldn't even necessarily think Oliveira gets an immediate rematch. I think Usman, Adesanya, Volkanovski, they're the guys that deserve immediate rematches if they're beaten. Okay. Um, and I don't think Rose falls under that category yet because she's only had... Would have been what one title defense or whatever, uh, or two? No, two. She she, she beat Waylee for the belt, then defended against Waylee, defends against Esparza. Then after the next fight, if she were to lose it, maybe she could get an immediate rematch because she is such a big name as well. But no, I, I I wouldn't give her an immediate rematch at all. I think I I'd, I'd like to see Rose fight. Maybe if Rose loses, you could make Rose Andrade three because I tell you what, you go back and watch that. Andrade Rose uh, two fight is so close, man. Mm. Rose seems to be doing really well for the first two rounds, and that last, that third round, Andrade is all over her, and it's definitely not a ten eight round or anything like that in my eyes. But the momentum is shifting massively, and Rose is really beat up. Like she's quite a bloody mess now. Andrade looks like she. If you just looked at their faces and had to pick a winner of that fight, you'd pick Andrade. Yeah. Um, and and let's not forget what Andrade did to Rose in the first fight, where she picked her up and dropped her on her head. It was a, it was an ugly uh, situation, and you really worried for Rose for a while. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see Andrade Rose three. I think that would be an incredible fight. Well, before that, obviously we've got Esparza versus Namiunas and. I know you said that you've recently rewatched the the the, the tough finale. Um, so, and obviously we've seen Esparza, as I mentioned a moment ago, like become a more rounded fighter. How do you see that fight going? I think Rose takes that fight. I mean, I think obviously Esparza would have improved from the fighter from that tough finale. Oh God, it was such a long time ago now, mm. but Esparza would definitely have improved. But the improvements that Rose has made is astronomical. Mm. It's not the same fighter at all. Like, you look at Esparza and you go, oh, clearly she's better now than what she was then. But you look at Rose and it could be, and I'm not just talking about the hair, she could be a completely different person. 
Uh, yeah. the, 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 her striking is so much better now that she's been working so regularly with with the likes of Trevor Whitman and and um, I think she she worked a lot with Valentina Shevchenko as well. She's she's, she's trained a bit with Valentina, uh, and her striking is just so much more precise mm. and so much more accurate. And there's no th- th- she wastes so much energy in that first fight, throwing these big knees and spinning attacks and all that stuff. It's very flashy and it's really fun. But a lot of them don't land. And when you don't land big strikes against a wrestler the caliber of Carla Esparza, she just goes, thank you, I'll take you down now. And that's basically how that fight sort of played out in parts. Um, this one, I think Rose is going to go into this fight with way better footwork, much more precise striking. And I think it's going to be much harder for Esparza to take her down. Don't get me wrong. I think Esparza can take her down. If Rose makes a, makes a mistake, she could spend the majority of a round on her back fighting off strikes and really struggling. So Espar- so Rose has to be really, really on her game. But I expect her to be. And I expect her to, to win that fight, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I just, I, I agree with you, um, but uh, you, you said footwork. I think that's key for Rose, you know, and we've seen yeah. her footwork's great. You know, you, you, you see the way that she moves. It's it's, it's fantastic. And, and you know, we, you, you touched on her striking as well. I, I, I think Rose's kicks are, are, are fantastic. And the precision uh, of, of her striking in general, bang on the money. Um, and, yeah, we you know, we're just seeing her develop into an absolute, superb mixed martial artist and I, I don't know um if if Esparza can get hold of her and close that distance and 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 get her down and get her on her back then you know we've got probably not an exciting fight but we've we've, we've probably got a closer fight than than if uh Rose can keep it standing in that range I think Rose will be far more dominant there in, in you know in her comfort zone but I guess them styles could make for an interesting Interesting fight. So. Absolutely, I, I think that'll be. I think Rose will be on her bike the whole fight. She can't make a mistake. She's going to be peppering in and out with strikes, and Esparza will just have to walk through and eat some strikes because she mm. she's quite short for for a straw yeah. weight. You know, the likes of of Rose, Marina Rodriguez, Joanna, they're much taller uh, and lengthier than than Esparza, so she has to close distance. But that's something that's not anything new to Esparza. Esparza's mm. usually the short person in the fight. She does find ways of bulldozing through a few shots in order to grab you and take you down. It is going to be a fascinating fight. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Esparza were to pull it off. I just, I favour Rose. But if Esparza wins, I won't be shocked or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Rose does win, who gets the title shot next? Because Wei Li's lost twice to Rose. So if she beats Joanna, it won't be her. If Joanna beats Wei Li then it could be her because there's been so much time away that it could feel like a fresh matchup. But at the end of the day, Rose has beat Joanna twice. So it's probably not going to be the winner of that fight getting a title shot if Rose wins. So who would you give the title shot to if Rose wins next? Mm. I mean, I, I don't think... I think Andrade needs another win in that division to get a title shot. I don't think that's going to come uh, this year. Um, if she pulls off something spectacular against a, a Yan or a, or a Mackenzie Dern or a Rodriguez, then I think you know she's going to be in line for, for the shot at some point. But you're right. I mean, I don't know. 
Rodriguez, I think, uh, you know, a legit problem. But there's a lot of fighters that are that are above her that have beaten her, and you know, by rights, the winner of Joanna and and Whaley should get that shot. But do you think? I, well, after having two losses to the champion recently, but yeah, but. The, the the first one obviously dominant. The second one so tight. Um, I ain't mad against a third fight. You know, I take so that should, third should... fight. I take that third fight with Zhang over a third fight with Andrade. So in that, by that logic, Colby Covington should be, is one win away from getting a third fight with Usman. On paper, yes. See, I don't agree with that. I don't think that's right. right. I, I think you've lost twice. I'm but, not but, interested but, but, anymore. But what happens though? Like, what, what, what do you do? Do you just sit at number two? Like, what, what do you do? Like, you shouldn't yeah. be forced to change d- divisions. Like, no. But you got. But do you go the Robert Whittaker route. Robert Whittaker was like the number one guy, and he beat Till. He beat Cannoneer. He beat mm. Gastelum, which was supposed to be someone else until Gastelum stepped in at short notice. I think so. Robert Whittaker went. I am going to stay here and mm. prove myself the number one guy by beating top 10 guy after top 10 guy after top 10 guy. And after he's beat three of those, they went, we can't, we can't give it to anyone else. It has to be Robert Whittaker getting the rematch. That's what I think the likes of Colby Covington and Zhang Wei Li should do. Zhang Wei Li should beat Joanna and then she could go, right, Andrajo Rodriguez, I'll stop your run. And then I'll prove to everyone that I am the best and then... I, I, then you can't deny me my title shot. I have, I have manifested it for myself through these wins. So it shouldn't who, just be who gets oh, the shot then? Well, before the weekend, I would yeah. have said the obvious choice is Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, she's the obvious choice on a four-fight win streak. You give it to Marina, but because of the history with Andrade and Rose. And the way that Andrade just dispatched of Lamos in the first round with, again, the first ever standing arm triangle in the UFC, in UFC history. I don't know. It's a toss up between the two, really. But I think the, and I think the way of making it work is uh, Rose isn't always the most active champion in the world. She could fight uh, in May and then she might not fight till December. You know, that, mm. that, that's not uncommon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. For Rose. So, uh, Marina Rodriguez fought... How long ago did Rodriguez fought? She fought... 
Was it quite was a while it, ago? Uh, now? Was it a loss to Asparza? No, last? It, no. The, the last. So she's on a four-fight win streak. She, um, she, she beat Yan Jonan in a very, very close. Dern or Walterson. Yeah, but but when was the um, when was the uh, the last one was Janan fight? Oh, uh, that wasn't that long ago, was it? That was. Let's pull that up. Uh, yeah, she's yeah she's won three fights since she lost to Esparza uh, Marina. So, well, uh, also yes, Rodriguez. You know, he's he's a a worthy uh, challenger for that. But I think if we see Joanna come back and win that um, win that fight against uh, uh, Zhang, I think the UFC just the whole hype train kicks in and Joanna's back, and I think it's title shot. I think she she then gets the she then gets the first shot. They they could do that, and that would make sense because again, she's the biggest name in the division. But just to to go back, Marina Rodriguez beat Yan Janan back in March, early March, and Andrade is going to be pretty fit and healthy. She didn't take a huge amount of damage or anything. One round victory. You could say the next title fight for Rose, if she wins, is going to be in like December. I think could you could winner. easily make a fight in July or August between Marina Rodriguez and Jessica Andrade, and that's your number one contender fight and there you go that that makes a lot of sense to me um, the winner yep. of that fight gets the next shot um as you say Joanna's the biggest name so she could walk straight to a title shot but that's again the champion's prerogative is Rose going to be excited to fight someone that she's already beaten twice she might not be she might want fresh blood and it's the way she was with Carla Esparza as well. She was like, Esparza's deserved this fight. She's earned this fight. And if Marina Rodriguez were to put away Jessica Andrade and be on like a, a four-fight win streak or whatever it is that she'd be yeah. on, then... It will be. Then, yeah, then you can't, you can't really... Again, you can't deny her. And the same with Andrade. Andrade is 1-1 with Rose. The trilogy is there to be had. If she beats Marina Rodriguez, who's lined up as a potential title contender within the next year or so... Then again, she can't really be denied. So, yeah. I, but there's so many permutations where, depending on who wins, it could go so many different ways as to yeah. who gets the next title shot. But that's what's really exciting about the strawweight division. There's lots of other divisions. Like, you look at, for example, middleweight, and you go, oh, we've, the, the UFC have literally gone, we've got a really fast track Alex Pereira to give him to Sean Strickland. Because there's not a huge amount going on at middleweight. Adesanya seems far away above and beyond most of the other contenders there. So we're going to fast-track Alex Pereira and give him to Sean Strickland so that if Sean Strickland wins, we, we know we kind of have to give him the title shot after Cannoneer. But if Alex Pereira wins, then we've got this storyline of, oh, the guy that knocked out Adesanya last in a kickboxing fight is now in MMA and he's going to challenge him and all that kind of stuff. But... It's not, you know, straw weight could go so many different ways. And that's one of the things that I find most exciting about that as, as a division. Um, outside of the title contention, as you say, Mackenzie Dern, Yan Janan, that could be a really cracking fight to see, to get either Yan Janan back on track or get Mackenzie Dern in a real kind of title conversation again. Shad Jessica Penn since returning two fight win streak as well. Um, obviously, she was inactive for a long time, and uh, so it'd be interesting to see uh, where she goes next. I don't know if she's got a fight lined up, 
But um, yeah, just sitting outside the top ten and the, uh, the other dark horse of the division that is not spoken about enough really is Tatiana Suarez. Because yeah. Tatiana Suarez hasn't fought for three years because she's had all these bad injuries and stuff. But Tatiana Suarez out-wrestled Esparza. Mm. I mean, Tatiana Suarez is in, in interviews has said things like, when she comes back, she might want to go to flyweight rather than strawweight because she is a big strawweight. But, I mean, Tatiana Suarez finished Carla Esparza and out-wrestled her. Um, uh, if she comes back, she's a massive problem for anyone Anyone at strawweight, mm. but yeah, mm. is interesting. It- I'm, ju- I'm just looking through the flyweight division, and it's just pals in comparison to strawweight. Like, there's so. I mean, obviously, because obviously, you know, the goat is so far removed from the rest yeah. of that division. Like, but you know, I'm not taking anything away from Thug Rose. You know, she's legit great, and we're both obviously big, big fans of of Rose, but. You know, we, we, we've seen her lose and and there's some absolute killers in that division and there's some new kids on the block that are, you know, on tear. So it makes for a super exciting division. And uh, yeah, and, and also one of the other fighters that we haven't really sort of uh, spoke about too much and, and she's such a game fighter and always comes to throw Danny's the wonderful Angela Hill. And um, if you want to hear... Uh, Angela talk about her career at length we was really lucky wasn't we we got to sit with yep. Angela for an hour and have a wonderful chat with her and she's so cool great to see her doing some commentary as well I think she's been doing some of the Cage Warriors shows in San Diego yep. um, she's and, a natural yeah, she, yeah. she's natural absolutely. great great presenter fantastic personality we had a lovely chat with, with Angela Hill and again she is that as I said the queen of like split decisions going against yeah. her when I think there's been a, about three that was like Michelle Waterson, Claudia Gedalia, Jan, was it Jan Janan? I don't know. I can't remember the third one. And then Amanda Lemos recently. Amanda, yeah. It's like there's so many decisions where a lot of people score it for Angela Hill, except mm. the important people, the judges. So yeah, if Angela Hill could have had an incredibly different career, had those yeah. decisions that were so close gone in her favour rather than against her. And she's one of those veterans now that's just like, you know, she's a tough test for for anyone. She is, she is, and I think I think Dana knows that. I think Dana knows that, or Sean Shelby knows that that she's been on the wrong end of a few decisions, yeah. and and I think she's a fan favourite as well. So mm. I don't see her being cut from the UFC for a while. I think like she's she's got a you know a, a, a nice place in that that fifteen, and she is, as we mentioned before, she's a good gateway fighter as well. You know, for people to kind of you know test themselves against the real. A real, you know, solid veteran. Um, well, I guess that's kind of pretty much the division. Was there anything else you wanted to touch upon? No, just, you know, it's, it is just so exciting that when you list the names, Rose Namajunas, Zhang mm. Li, Joannia Jatek, uh, Marina Rodriguez, Jessica Andrade, Mackenzie Dern, and then you throw in the potential of people like Tatiana Suarez as well. It's mm. just so many great names in that division. I'm really looking forward to that Rose Esparza fight. And I think... Zhang Weili, Joanna too, absolute corker of a fight. Yeah. And then if they did make something like Marina Rodriguez versus Jessica Andrade, I would watch that all day long as well. There's some cracking fights to had to be had in yeah. that division. Absolutely. If we revisit this next month with them two fights out of the way, we'll, we'll be really interesting to go back and revisit this division and see where the land lies now. Yeah. Um, because it could be a very different landscape. Uh, Harrison. I've loved having a little natter about strawweights. When you mentioned it, I was like, oh, let's have a little look at the, the rankings. And I was like, oh, do you know what? 
this this could be a good little chat this so um we've spoiled you you've had two episodes this week um so thanks ever so much for listening also um if it's your first time listening um go check out the back catalogue because uh, we're fast, fast approaching 100 episodes now and uh, and it still feels like yesterday that we launched this and we mentioned that we had angela hill one um i'm trying to think what what other great um uh, women we've had on we've had uh, Joanne Wood uh, we've had um, Molly McCann on a couple of occasions of course we have um, we've had uh, Liam McCall on um, I'm trying to think who else we've had on probably uh, I, I lose track of all the guests we've had on now it's just, we've yeah. had so many <laughs> guests I know. On, but we're appreciative of, of every single one of them coming on the show it's such a great thing I mean some fantastic chats with the likes of Dan Hardy Michael Bisping Liam Harrison who we mentioned on the last episode Adam absolutely incredible fight um, and so yeah do go back through the back catalogues and check out our interviews with the Molly McCanns Paddy Pimblitz Ian Garys uh, and all those guys what are you laughing what are you laughing someone put a thing up today about Paddy on, on the socials and it was just like a load of people at a beach pushing this stranded wow like this big sea lion back in it's a, Paddy's getting back into the gym it looks so good it's just brilliant I just love the fact that like did you see the footage of George St. Pierre just going nah you're alright go on have, have, enjoy your I cake did, or whatever it was I it's like if the goat says it's alright I'm good you know yeah. oh god I love Paddy man god I love Paddy um, like we'll be back next time uh, like I say in the meantime um, go check out the back catalogue subscribe that's a really good thing then that way you don't miss a single episode and give us uh, a follow on the socials um, we're really active uh, on your Instagram and Twitter um, and Facebook as well. So go give us a, a like, love, share, retweet, all the usual gubbins over on the socials. Drop us a message. Um, let us know you'd like to see us interview and uh, and we do what we can to, uh, yeah, to see if we can make it happen. We done? We're done. Right. Next time. Laters. Bye.